Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bailey Buzz episode number two. Happy Monday. Hope you guys are had a great weekend, and thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Soren, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> Why are you doing great? Uh, feeling a little bit better after a couple days of sickness. Mm, and you got a new haircut. I did. I did. You're looking good. <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty well. Awesome. So in this episode, uh, we're going to say our favorite thing of the week and how we saw God move. And then we're going to talk a little bit about relationships and do opposites attract. Mm. So that'll be fun. We're going to answer the question if opposites really attract. Before we do that, we got to uh, we got to do our favorite thing of the week. Sorry, why don't you go first? I think I know what your thing is, but I want to hear it. Yes. I want to see if I guessed right. You probably did. Uh, but my thing of the week is the challenge. Yes, I knew right. it. <laughs> so uh, the challenge. You're welcome, first of all. Yes, you put me on the show. <laughs> we watched a TV show called The Mole, and then you're like, we got to watch The Challenge if you like The Mole. So for those of you who do not know what The Challenge is, it is, uh, how would you describe it? Like, <laughs> it's, it's a uh, TV show, and a bunch of contestants get on the show. show. Reality TV show. Yeah. So a bunch of people go on the show. They compete in different like mental and physical challenges. Most of them are like physical. Mm-hmm. There's some eating challenges which I'll be very bad at. Uh, but like physical challenge where they gotta run, do something, and and also mental challenge where they gotta remember different puzzles. puzzles. And, yeah. yeah. So a lot of times it's done mm-hmm. in teams. And basically, if you lose uh, the challenge at the end of the episode. Like the biggest losers essentially will compete against each other. Sometimes it's different as to how you get there, but if you lose the challenge at the end of the episode, then you act like you're a challenge expert. (laughs) Well, you've seen every season, is that correct? Yeah, it's literally my favorite show. My sister and I always wanted to go on that show growing up. That would be fun. It's like the greatest show, and I'm glad that you liked it. Yeah. So after this podcast later today, we're gonna watch the final episode. Yeah, tonight the season finale is on, so we're gonna watch that. Yes. Right, and we're going to see who wins. We are. All right. What is your thing of the week? My thing of the week is the infrared sauna at the gym. Oh. I love it. Uh, I don't do it every single day, depending on time and just other things that we have going on. But if I have the time, um, I love after my workout just in the sauna for like 15 minutes. Nothing like super crazy or long. I've heard so many things. I've listened to so many podcasts where people talk about benefits of going in the sauna um, people talk about like cold plunge to sauna, like back and forth doing that. Um, we don't have a cold plunge at our gym. No. So unfortunately I can't do that. I'm also a wimp when it comes to cold water, but the sauna is really nice. I wish that we had a sauna at our house cause that would be nice. But yeah, it just helps like relax and soothe my muscles. It also can help with your immune system and like improve your sleep. And there's a lot of benefits. It just makes me feel good after a workout. So nice. So this is an infrared sauna. What are the mm. different types of saunas? Oh, or yeah. what makes an infrared one? Is it better or worse than others? <laughs> Just in case people are wondering. I'm wondering. So I don't know if I'm a sauna expert, but I think the infrared sauna has something to do with like it doesn't release moisture. So it's not as humid oh. in the infrared sauna. But you'd have to do your own research. I'm not sure exactly okay. the difference. between. There's a lot of different saunas that you could get. Okay. But yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, what about how you saw God at work this week? Yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm finally feeling a little bit better. I was a little down 
You were down and out. Yeah, like sleeping all day last Saturday. I was sleeping. (laughs) You got up at like 6.30 and I was sleeping until 10.30. So um, I'm very... I came back from my soccer games and Soren was still asleep. (laughs) And I'm like, are you kidding? And I actually went to the gym. I went to my games and to the gym and I came back and he was still asleep. Yes, yes. (laughs) So I'm grateful uh, to God that my body can is back to normal mm-hmm. and that I'm all healed. So I don't know if, I mean, I was obviously praying for good health, but mm-hmm. sometimes we take for granted the good health that we do have. And so I'm grateful that I have a body that I can move and can do all yeah. these fun things with. <laughs> Mine are two more just like praises, I guess, um, that we closed on a new house this week. So yes. we have a new project in the works, um, a house that we just closed on. And then we just moved tenants in to one of our house that was listed for rent this week. So that was really exciting. And then we listed another house for rent and we've had a lot of people interested in it. A lot of people apply. So hopefully we can get that one rented out. But yeah, that's super interesting and praise God for allowing us to, to do that and to grow the business. Yeah. I mean, I remember thinking back to when I first got in the business, it was like closing on a house. It was like this huge, huge deal. Mm-hmm. And then listing it for rent was like a huge deal. Yeah. Because it's finally done with the rehab and we're, you know, it's ready to look for a new tenant. And then when they move in, it's like a huge deal too. So it's like, yeah, thanks for sharing those because I don't want to miss those moments that used <laughs> to be celebrated. Uh, well, this is my first go yeah, around of all of it. So, so it's pretty exciting to me. Yeah. No, it is. It's very exciting. So yeah, it's exciting stuff. And we're grateful to God who can make it all happen and to everyone involved. So yeah awesome all right well like soren mentioned earlier let us dive in to our topic of today soren quick answer do you believe that opposites attract yes or no uh can i say no a <laughs> no you think no or you're saying no i can't say no you need to say yes or no no explanation go sometimes <laughs> all right yes or no to you Yes and no. That's See, my so we both you couldn't give a clear answer. You might be like, what? I was looking for a short answer. I wanted to hop off this podcast real quick. I wanted you to say yes, because I'm dating somebody or want to date somebody that's opposite of me or no. And we're going to make you wait until the end because we have a few different segments or um, directions, I guess, that we want to take this a few different sections. We're going to break this podcast up into to see if opposites can really attract okay so give me a longer answer do opposites attract yeah let's dive into it yeah so uh, one word answer was maybe <laughs> what is a little bit longer paragraph answer well i think we need to break it up into the different sections like i said different sections okay yes so f- section number one is personality wise can opposites attract with their personality okay gotcha um, what are your thoughts yeah, I kind of breaking it. I don't know if it's necessarily for me if it's broken down into different sections, but I think there are like different attributes about a person or two people that can complement each other. And then I think there are different attributes that can clash with one another. So, okay. and I think as we get into the different, you want to talk about different segments. I think there are different segments where if you have opposing views, oftentimes you will clash. Mm-hmm. And then there are segments where if you have different personalities or different views on something that that can actually be a compliment to mm-hmm. to the other person and can actually be a benefit to both people does that make sense it makes sense but we're, now we're just talking about personalities yeah okay so personalities 
Do you think that you can have different personalities and still have a good relationship? Of course. I mean, look at us. <laughs> Care to explain? Uh, you're a little bit more louder and... Just a little... Just a little more loud. No. She's loud, uh, very passionate and energetic. And I tend to be a little bit more quiet and reserved mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit more thoughtful. I don't know about... Not like thoughtful and like... I think about things more deeply than you, but I like to take my time with decisions, mm-hmm. weigh yeah, all the true. pros and cons and yeah. So in that way. Yeah. So basically what I think is that no, your personalities do not need to be on completely the same in order for you to be in a relationship. And I actually think if they were the same, that might be hard to be in a relationship with someone who has the exact same personality as you, which I think is probably impossible I believe that God made us all unique. Um, So there's no way that you have, you know, somebody that's exactly the same as you. But I think that differences in personalities can be really good. Uh, Just thinking of one example, I need to share this story. There's actually a few stories I could share about Sorn and I's relationship. But the first one, we weren't even dating yet at this point. And we went to Ikea together because I was moving into a house and I needed some furniture. And Sorn's like, oh, we should go to Ikea I had been to Ikea like once in my life and he had been eyeing this mirror for like a pretty long time, right? Like, um, yeah, a couple months, a couple months. You yeah. wanted this mirror for your room and we go to Ikea and we went through the whole store. If you've been to Ikea, you know, it's huge. We get to like the back and it was like the, or where you check out they have like a, as is section. In the yeah. Back. And yeah. it was like on clearance and there was one mirror left and it was the mirror that Soren wanted. And we're in line checking out and this guy goes up to Soren and he's like, oh man, I really wanted a mirror, bro. He's like, you took the last one. And it's not like he was fighting. There was nobody around when we picked it up. Like no one was fighting Soren for this mirror. He's like, I really wanted that. And Soren goes, you can have it. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, what? You are kidding. And maybe this just makes me sound like I'm a mean person and I would never give something to someone else, but that's not true. But I was just like in shock because I was like, you wanted that mirror. Like you were talking about it for so long. I was. And it was like, yeah. And it was, it was on, on sale, sale for cheaper. And, it was and you the just only one gave it to somebody. We're in line about to check out with it. And you just gave, you're like, you can have it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I would probably well, not do that. <laughs> He, it sounded like he wanted it slash needed it more than me. So, I mean, I wanted the mirror, but like no, I didn't I necessarily need it. So I was No, like, it's very admirable that you... I'm not making fun of you. I'm just yeah, saying that's no. a difference in our personality. I think another um, one is like you were saying, you're more like passive and I'm more like aggressive and loud. I think your mom was telling us this story about how you were like in elementary school or something. And your teacher, was it parent-teacher conferences or something? Or what was the story? Was it about the sticks? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So first day or like orientation. I think she was telling us the story grade. to me and my mom and yeah. you. It was like third grade orientation where you go in before school and they like explain the classroom rules yeah, yeah. and everything. The parents are there. And so this teacher, Mr. Wenz, <laughs> he had a stick system where if you did something bad or talked out a line or whatever it was, then you pulled a stick. And if you got like three sticks in the day, then you got your parents, they got a phone call or something. And my mom was like, no, didn't the teacher say like, no, no. Uh, yeah. Like my mom's like, Oh, what happens if, you know, kids don't get sticks pulled or whatever? He's like, Oh, 
no one goes a whole year without getting a stick pulled. Like everyone gets stick pulled. It's no big deal. <laughs> and then my mom's like, well, Soren will probably be the first student to not get a stick pulled. And sure enough, at the end of the year, zero <laughs> sticks were pulled under my name. Yep. And my mom was like, and Kay was the kid who got detention all the time. <laughs> I always kind of, the teachers always were calling her because I was a chit chat. I was a chit chatter. Yeah. I was always talking to people. I was always questioning, asking what things, like asking my teachers why things were the way they were, or that's not fair. I was always pushing back. So <laughs> You hid your books in the classroom because you didn't want to take them home and your <laughs> teachers got mad, but you still did it anyway. Right? I was just one teacher. I didn't, well, I used to do it in all my classes, but yeah, in high school, it was senior year. Okay. Senioritis. And one teacher was like, uh, I don't want you guys leaving your books or I don't even know why he brought it up. He probably saw me like sneaking into the class and leave my book in there, but I don't want to bring the book to and from the class every single day. So I would hide it in the classroom. Oh my. <laughs> so he wouldn't find it. You, that was like the, probably the least bad. That yeah. was like yeah. not bad at all compared to some of the other things I did in high school, but we don't need to go down that. <laughs> so all that to say, uh, those are two stories about how different our personalities are and yet yeah. we get along great. So yeah, yeah, sometimes there's times where maybe I'm a little bit too nice and you're like, Hey, maybe we need to do this or think about something in a different way. Yeah. Uh, maybe there are times where I'm too passive and you're like, we just need to get up and do it. Whatever it may be. I think there's a, you know, where I lack some things, you have some strengths and vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. Where you have some weaknesses and maybe I have some strengths and that, overall in our relationship is to our benefit right yeah and so sure. those things complement each other and can go hand in hand and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i think a lot of it has to do with just like how we were raised i mean if you just look at your family compared to my family <laughs> it's totally different right and obviously how you're raised like reflects a lot in your personality i believe um, I'm, you know, my whole family is pretty similar. We're loud, we're passionate. We kind of speak what's on our mind. We're not afraid to stand up for ourselves. And your family, like you were saying, is a little bit more reserved and quiet and shy in some areas. Um, so that obviously has bled into us and will probably, you know, bleed into our kids depending on how we raise them. But I think that the differences in our personalities have taught us a lot about like compromise. Um, there's, times where I've wanted to do things my way based on, you know, how my personality is and you wanted to do things your way. And we've had to, you know, have communication and talk about those things, but it's definitely taught us like how to balance, you know, our personality and, but like you and your, like my personality and then you and your personality. Um, it's definitely taught me a lot about like patience and your personality has taught me a lot about empathy too. Mm. So, um, but I think it, definitely has caused disagreements at points in our relationships because um you know we are very different when it comes to personality so um as long as we have good and like frequent conversation communication about you know our personalities and the way that we're going about certain things and i think it's been helpful for us so yeah and it's also helpful like you were saying to recognize where those things have come from like why we are the way that we are right and and you were saying it's from from our parents from our household and i think that's very true and so <laughs> it's helpful like in times if we just go back to that like hey you grew up in this kind of environment and i grew up in a different kind of environment and it's like those things are totally fine but it's like maybe that's 
where some of the disagreements have come from and they're not like big disagreements at all it's just like little small things Mm -hmm. so but it's just helpful to recognize like that's just because of how how they were raised and if we were raised in opposite households then we probably would be the same way oh yeah yeah so yeah but i think yeah even now that we're seeing us like work together not obviously not all spouses are working together but for us now that we're working together i can see how our personality differences are benefiting us for sure yeah so basically what we're saying is overall we think that personalities can be different and should have differences in them in a thriving relationship yes you agree i would agree okay what about with your interests your hobbies the things that you're passionate about the things that you like to do the things you enjoy yeah opposites attract in that area so i think obviously people's interests aren't always going to line up 100 percent um and so i think definitely like you can have different interests now if one person is like totally not into going outside at all and then the other person like just loves the outdoors 100 percent and loves going on hikes every weekend it's like maybe there might be a little bit of better fit you can disagree with me but it's like there are some things where it's like okay maybe you want someone or maybe you're looking for someone who enjoys some of the similar things that you do but it's you don't have to enjoy 100 percent everything like when i go to play spike ball you don't have to come with me every single time when you go to the gym, I don't have to go with you every single time either. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we'll play spike ball together and we'll go to the gym together, but it's not like we have to do that every single time with each other. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I think that, no, you don't have to have the same interests in order to have a good relationship because, um, I mean, relationship is all about compromise. So sometimes when there's things that I'm interested in doing and you're not, you'll make a compromise and do what I want and vice versa. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to do things in relationships that you don't want to do. And I do think that it is good to do certain things alone or to yeah. do things with the girls or the guys, like do certain things with your friends without your partner with you. Like, um, you know, for me, something, sometimes I like to just go on a walk and listen to a podcast by myself. I enjoy doing that with you. I like going on walks with you and Ellie together, but there are times where I just like to do that by myself so I can just listen to something that I find entertaining or I find interesting. Um, same thing with like YouTube videos. Like I like watching fashion videos on YouTube or like uh, makeup videos and things like that, that you're not interested in. Um, and sometimes those are just things that I like to do by myself. But then overall, like we do have a lot of the same interests. We like shopping together. We like going to the mall. Um, you're, we we're probably not at, you're not as interested as, you know, health and fitness as I am, but that's an area where you've compromised, right? You're, you're growing in that you're trying to learn more. We probably structure our workouts a little bit differently from the day to day. Um, we have different goals as far as like what we want to achieve in our, you know, health and fitness, but that is an area where you're like, and not that you weren't into fitness at all before. Like, I know you, you worked out before we got married, but you kind of understand what I'm saying. Like, that's a huge passion for me. Yeah. But it's necessarily, it's not necessarily a huge passion for you. Yeah. But I try my best to support you in that. Exactly. Yeah. And now, like, I think another example could be, you know, us in real estate. Like, you know, if you asked me three years ago, would I be working in real estate? I'd be like, heck no, I don't know anything about real estate. But because I've seen that that's such a big passion for you, you're so interested in it, you love it so much. I'm like, oh, of course I want to like support my husband and, you know, help him grow his business. And now I'm learning to be interested in it too. Yeah. I'm looking at houses at 11 p.m. I'm like, let's get ourselves a deal. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> 
yesterday I was trying to go to sleep and <laughs> before that she's like wait wait I'm like wait one your, more just look at this yeah, house let me get your opinion on these four houses so. <laughs> uh, one thing that I will say is a lot of times your interests and passions will change so if you're building a relationship just on oh we love the same things for sure yeah it's like those things could change and you could grow closer in your passions or you could go apart and so like your relationship should be more than just yeah. what your passions are because as you grow older maybe one person will love playing pickleball and the other person will love to knit yeah whatever <laughs> it may be something like that right so um it's great to have some shared passions but it's also mm -hmm. like be able to just recognize and say hey things are going to change yeah. over the course of our whole relationship and that's okay yeah but i think to some extent you even in just in friendships you have to have some sort of similar interests or else yes. like what do you do yes what yeah. are your dates or hanging out like what does that look like if you don't have anything in common as far as interests yeah i mean i just enjoy spending time with you so if we take a knitting <laughs> class together i'm sure i'll still have some fun because Aww, it's spending time with so you sweet. so yeah <laughs> but if you never mind <laughs> okay uh next thing what do you think about um being on the same page about as far as expectations in a relationship can opposites attract if they have completely different expectations this one is tough because hypothetically if someone like really wanted to have a family and then someone else was like no i do not want to have kids at all it's probably going to be like a clashing point in their whole relationship and one person might have to feel like they have to give in like a hundred percent and so it's like okay I, that one that could be a reason to for a breakup right mm -hmm. or it could be a reason to to say no i don't think this relationship is right for me because it is such a big issue um and i think there are also some things where maybe they're not so much as to a, a big issue like what did i stump you <laughs> no well let me come back to it if that's okay <laughs> sure okay yeah so but like kids i would say kids is a that's a huge one. yeah we uh, we had talked about that a lot before we got married and yeah. made sure we were on the same page so we knew that we wanted to have kids mm -hmm. um and so that's something that was a green light for both of us now if it was it could be a red light if i was stuck in my ways that yes having kids and you're like no i'm not having kids and it's like okay is it worth kind of working through that or coming up to a compromise or is it worth just saying, no, it's not, not right for either of us to be in that relationship? Yeah, I think, well, in my bluntness of my personality, I say, no, you cannot be in a healthy relationship with somebody if you don't have the same expectations. Um, now, of course, when you figure out uh, what you're trying to get out of a relationship. Like sometimes there's a timeline that has to go, you know, that there has to be a certain amount of time that passes, I guess. But we could probably do an episode on this. But like before we started dating, I remember asking you like, you know, what your intentions were, what your expectations were coming out of or, you know, from a relationship. And obviously we talked about like dating to marry. We're not dating for fun. We don't want to you know, these are certain lines that we don't want to cross and boundaries that we have. These are expectations we have in a relationship um, that we we need to be in place or we, we have because of, 
you know, our, our values and, you know, our beliefs and those kind of things. So, um, I think that if you're trying to build a relationship and you don't agree on those, like right away, those expectations of, Oh, well, I'm just kind of dating around just cause it's fun. But the other person is like dating because they're ready for marriage. Then, okay. A relationship like that is never going to work out. Um, and oftentimes, you know, people learn that the hard way, because I believe that if you're not, if you're not on the same page from the beginning, then somebody is going to be let down. Yep. Right, like someone is gonna have their expectations not met, and if it's a big enough deal to them, then it's it's gonna be a deal breaker, right? So I believe that you should have a conversation, you know, in the beginning of a relationship. Okay, what what's what are we trying to get out of this? You know, are we dating for fun or are we, you know, dating for marriage? Whatever, you know, wherever you find yourself, I think you should have that towards the beginning of the relationship. Um, and then once you know the relationship is a little bit more serious, maybe that's when you kind of talk about kids. Um, you know, marriage, when you want to get married, maybe other goals that you have in life so that you can be on the same page. Like yeah. I, I, I would hate for somebody to, you know, date someone for a really long time and in their mind, they've always wanted to get married and have, you know, kids and have a house together and this whole thing. But the other person, you know, maybe they've had trauma in their life and they don't want to get married or whatever the reason may be. Right. But you have these totally different expectations of what you're hoping for in a relationship and they're not going to be met for one person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think expectations, like in the beginning, that talk is very different than when you're approaching marriage, right? Like on a first date. Right. You don't need to say, do you, how many kids do you want to have? Yeah, exactly. And so like, as you continue to get to know one another, then you can ask those questions about what are their expectations. And then as you approach marriage, obviously you want to make sure that you're on the same page going into marriage because... That's very, very important. So, yeah, the expectations, you know, up front, it's good, like, after you've gone on maybe one or two or three dates with someone, like, hey, like, what is your intention with me? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you want this to go? When, like, what are your values and beliefs? And how do you want to approach this dating life? And what's the purpose of it? And then as you're going about that and started dating someone for a couple of months or a couple of years, then it's okay, what's your, I mean, before that, but what's your expectation in the long run? Um, yeah, I would say way before Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, that should probably be in the first couple, like, your timeline should be in the first couple dates, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you're talking about a family, maybe even where you want to live, what your hopes and goals are, that should come when you approach that time at the right time. Like, you want to, you don't want to approach that conversation I guess, too yeah. soon. I guess what you're trying to say is you have to kind of feel it out what's best for you. Like, maybe this is just one of our differences, but in my personality, I feel like if I was dating somebody and I think I would want to know on the first date if they didn't want to have kids, <laughs> which might sound crazy, but it's like, okay, I, I know that, you know, God has put that as, as a desire in me to be a mom. And why would I want to waste my time with going on a date with a guy if I know right off the bat that he doesn't want to have any kids? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, that's not going to work out for me. Like, this is something that I really want. And of course there's smaller things in life that, you, you know, we talked about earlier that you compromise on. But big things that you feel are something that you really want in life, then I, I think it's better to know earlier rather than later. Yeah. So for you, that's a very important thing. For someone else, maybe they're they're indifferent right. to having kids. Right. And yeah. so for them, they're not going to bring it up till later. And whatever the decision is of the other person, they're happy with that. Yeah. Because they're not super, like, stuck in they their don't ways. Have, yeah. yeah. Let um, me clear the air. I didn't ask you that on our first date. No. No, you didn't. <laughs> so I have a question here. So what happens if, I mean, people change change their minds and circumstances change, right? 
And so what would, what would happen if, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but hypothetically, like, uh, in two years, like, what happens if, like, my heart changes and I don't want to have kids? Like, what does that conversation hold since... I'm not saying that's going to happen, but mm-hmm. like expectations, the only reason I pose that question is because expectations and things, you can have them all like lined up, but then sometimes hearts change, mind change and things change, right? Maybe someone wants to move somewhere that no one ever talked about before right, or they, the number of kids change or whatever it may be, right? Maybe someone gets severely ill or whatever happens, right? Expectations change. And so how do you handle those when those things do come up? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think we're talking about, we need to kind of set the stage of like, if we're talking about dating or marriage, um, because in dating, if you know, you've been dating this person for a long time and then an expectation that you had changed, um, then it depends on how much it means to you, but you, that could be a sign to maybe end that relationship. But when you're talking about marriage and, you know, we believe that marriage is a covenant that between, you know, you and the person and God for for the, your whole life, yeah. um, no matter what, I guess, expectations that you thought you had and that aren't met, I you, don't, you have to find ways, I guess, to f- fight through those things. Um, obviously, compromise on certain things that you have maybe changed to believe or, um, yeah, different things that you want in life. But once you are married, I believe that you, you need to stay married to that person, um, no matter if your expectations are met or not. Um, and hopefully that doesn't mean that like, I'm not saying I want people to have a miserable marriage. Of course not. But hopefully you can work through some of the differences that you have. Um, but in a <laughs> not in a perfect world, cause there is no perfect world, but hopefully, you know, the, the beginner or the sooner that you have these talks about your expectations, then you kind of can set yourself up for the future and you know. Yeah. Yeah. And also like... But yeah, if you if you came to me and said you didn't want to have any kids now that we're married, that would be really hard for me. And obviously, I'm, if I if vice versa, if I said that to you, that would be hard for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but the relationship like, wouldn't end. Our marriage would we would you know work through it. Find a sure. way to get through. Yeah. yeah, that's what we promise each other. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we'll do, no matter what. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is the next uh, topic or subtopic? Hmm. We're talking about faith and values. Maybe even political beliefs. We can throw that in there too. (laughs) Uh, But do you think based off on that topic, can opposites attract? Uh, Probably not (laughs) because, I mean, your faith and your values, like for me, those are like a lens in which you interpret the world. Mm -hmm. And so if two people have different lenses that they approach something with, then they're going to draw two very different conclusions. They're going to have two different ways to go about that um, and two ways, two different ways to react to something. So I think it's, it would be very challenging. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I think it does happen. Sometimes. I think it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I will say there's some, sometimes people may not be as passionate as, you are or as other people are like two people may not be as passionate about those beliefs and so in their sense like maybe it's not the end of the world but if you are passionate about 
how you interpret the world and your faith and your religion right uh, no matter what that is exactly yeah that's what i was gonna say too then you want to make sure that the other person is also yeah. on the same page obviously for us we're you know looking at this through the, the christian lens because we are christians and we believe that is a command from god to be evenly yoked you know to to marry somebody that is pursuing christ just like you're pursuing christ and that and that's gonna you know encourage you and challenge you and just um help you grow to be your best self in christ you know to fully um embrace i guess your identity as uh, a child of god like that's what you want in a spouse and we believe that and i i was gonna say we believe that god commands that and even if he didn't command that you know even if that wasn't a part of the bible i still think that's what i want because of what you said well i don't think i know now that i have <laughs> married somebody who you know who is a man of god who loves god i i wouldn't imagine it any other way whether god commanded that or not because like you were saying you know my my faith if your faith or your belief system about the world or your political views or whatever is what shapes or dictates your decision making and you know your moral compass and everything that everything in your life kind of flows from it. it's how you make decisions it's how you want to raise a family all those things if whatever that is for you means the world to you then why wouldn't you want to share that with your spouse like yeah. I, I can't imagine us trying to make decisions and you having one faith and me having another faith. Yeah. That would be very, very, very challenging. Yeah. <laughs> if, if at all even possible. I, I think it's impossible. Yeah. So, I mean like, obviously, and that doesn't just go for Christians. That can go for any religion or any faith that you have. Like if it means everything to you, like if that's the number one thing in your life, right. Then right. that's going to dictate how you do absolutely mm -hmm. everything else. Um, and so, yeah, for us, it was, it's very important that we were on the same page. Right. And I think for, for a lot of people, you probably tend to, to date people who are very similar in your, I mean, maybe not, but I would think that if, you know, if I went on a date with someone who completely denied the existence of God, that would be hard for me mm -hmm. to, and I wouldn't go on a second date with yeah, them. Yeah. But what if they were like, I mean, we could probably... I keep saying we could do a whole episode on this. We probably could, but if they were like, "Oh yeah, I'll go to church with you," yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would still want more. I would want someone who's already going to church, but I mean, there's probably someone out there who would be okay with that, right? And so, like to that person, I, I'm not going to tell them what's what's right and what's wrong, but just for us, it was very important that we were both strong in our faith and already. And going I believe to for other people that are strong in their faith that should be yeah i mean the bible says be equally yoked so we can use that to yeah guide other people in the best way possible right of course um, so yeah <laughs> what about politics what do you think about political views can a republican date a democrat well i mean i think in the past it was totally yes totally fine because well, I wouldn't say totally in... fine, but it was probably easier than it is now. Yeah, because those things didn't divide. And unfortunately, now we live in a a climate where those things can cause a lot of division, trauma and division. Yeah. And so it's more important. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it depends if you care about politics. If yeah, you're really passive and care. you don't care about politics. Same with faith. The same with you know, all these things that we've been talking about. If you don't really care about it, if you're more passive in that sense, 
then I guess it wouldn't matter to you. But if you are somebody who holds strong to your beliefs or, you know, the political party that you associate with or how the government is run, then I don't think it would work out. <laughs> I really don't. Well, that's because you're very passionate about those things. <laughs> <laughs> I am, yeah. So, okay. All right. You got anything else? Wait, what's our verdict? Can what's opposites verdict? attract? You give your verdict, then I give my verdict. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with what I said earlier. Yes and no. Yes in some areas. You're no giving it that some simple of a verdict. Yeah. All right. Well, my verdict is kind of very similar to what I said in the beginning. But uh, <laughs> there are some things in which being opposite can actually complement and help the relationship. And there are other things where being opposites can can contradict each other and oppose each other mm. and lead to a not so great relationship yeah and so just i think each person maybe has to think about what those things are for themselves um and kind of make the best decision yeah of course when you're in a relationship with people you need to you know make a list or at least in your mind of things that are important to you from a partner you know, and what you, how you are. We could also talk about love languages oh. real quick. Okay. <laughs> we, can. we have yes. pretty opposite love languages. Uh, yeah, we do. Mine's words of affirmation and his is touch. And, uh, and touch is probably my last one. <laughs> so there's so many times where he's like stressed or maybe overwhelmed or I don't know. When I just need a hug. You're like, can you just give me a hug? And like for me, I would, I do it because I know obviously it means a lot to him. But if I was stressed and overwhelmed, a hug would be the last thing I would want. Well, why don't we end by telling the story about before we even started dating? When oh, no. You don't want to talk about it? No, that? it's fine. You can say it. Uh, so <laughs> we were just, we were friends before we started dating and you were going through something pretty difficult. And so as a friend, like... I mean, I'm someone who, who likes physical touch and I guess I also like to give physical touch. And so <laughs> she was going through something quite challenging. And so I was like, Hey, can I, can I give you a hug right now as a friend? As a friend I did say that. that. I did say that. And she said, she said, okay. She said, okay. So I was like, I Oh, I got the I green light. I super well yet. So I felt bad saying no, but like anyone that knows me knows I hate hugs. Anyway. So I gave her a side hug. Is it from you? I gave her a side hug and then she goes, and tells all her best friends <laughs> that Soren hugged her and that she absolutely hated it. And so I still blame her for saying yes because I asked her, can I give you a yeah, hug? Yeah, you were a gentleman. She should have said no. I, yeah. But she said yes. And then I was so embarrassed because now all her friends no! thought I was okay. a weirdo. No, no one thought you were a weirdo. And look where we are now. Yes. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I'm not like stone cold against hugs. Like if I haven't seen you in a while, I'll give you a hug. But it's just not my... It's not my thing. I never was like that person that had to go around and give everyone a hug when I like walked into a, a room or something. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> you're like, what are you talking about? I just remember in like middle school, it was so weird to me. Like we'd show up to school every morning and like before school started, this is how my school went. You had to like wait outside. Yeah, in the like, freezing cold? Yes, yep. before the school started. And we'd wait outside, and as all the buses would arrive, like, all of my friends would get off the bus, and we'd, you know, all stand in our little group together. 
and my friend, when they would get off the bus, they would hug each person. And I'm just like, we just saw each other yesterday. Why do we need to give each other a hug? Because <laughs> so you don't know. Treat makes... every day like it's your last, okay? You don't know if you're going to see him tomorrow. So give him a hug today. Well, anyway, we have different love languages. Soren's is touch and mine is words of affirmation. And Soren does a great job at giving me words of affirmation. He always tells me that I look pretty or that he's so proud of me that I'm working so hard and those kind of things go a long way with me. And then I try my best to give you hugs or like cuddle with you whenever you, yeah, I can tell you need it. So, yeah. And last thing is it's important to just like be honest with the other person and tell them, like, I'll tell you when I need a hug. Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't tell you though when I need you to affirm me. <laughs> Well, you can. Okay. You can say I'm feeling a little sad right now. Tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> and I will. Uh, but like overall in general, um, with the differences that people do have in a relationship, I think it's important to talk through those. Exactly. And to say, hey, like I know you were raised in this household and this, you know, you tend to be like this, but maybe I just need a hug right now. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it's important to talk through the differences. And I think if both people have or, or agree at least to communicate about those things, I think your relationship has a much stronger chance than if you just kind of shove those things to the side and never talk about it. For sure. Because, yeah, you in a relationship, you want to give the person what they need. You want to serve them the best way that you can so that they feel loved by you. And if you know, compromising on certain things or doing things that are out of your comfort zone or things that maybe you don't necessarily feel like doing, but you want to do it because you want to serve them and love them better Then it's going to be a good relation. Well, what? I feel like, no, no, oh, it's good. I feel like you were looking at me like you're wrong. No, uh, that's <laughs> great. I 100% agree. It's not gonna so be I perfect. will give you all the hugs you want, Soren. <laughs> After this, we'll get a hug. I'll take a hug. Have you seen that or have you heard that TikTok sound that's like, can I give you a big hug? And then there's like a little pause and they just go, no. I have not. Oh, I've thought about like trying to make one of those with you. I'll just be the no. No. <laughs> but anyway, uh, is that all we got for today? I think that's all we got for the second it. episode. Hopefully uh, yeah. people enjoyed it. Thanks for what? tuning in. Um, I hope that you, like we said, hope you guys enjoy new episodes every single Monday and hope that you guys are having a great day and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Bye.